0: Well, goodwill is important isn't it sometimes kind of you know underestimated or <clears throat> perhaps seen as just something about um, particular actions we might do towards other people or gestures of kindness which is certainly part of it big part of it but really uh, the depth, Depth of what, what goodwill is about, the profundity of it, A sense of to others as to myself, to myself, to all aspects of myself. Mind of non-abuse, non-aversion. Mind of sympathy. Mind of empathy. Something that heals the splits. You know, see. So I think one of the first real insights that happened which wasn't something that um, I figured out, it's just the basic growing realization was having to be kind to myself <clears throat> actually had to be realize limitations um, you know refer to the finite actual meanness, <laughs> you know, which i don't think i'd really done much of before at, at all in any respect it's always a thing to be done or a thing to be achieved and get on with it and you know so that become became a kind of habit or an ingrained pattern, a sankara, to forget oneself. And though we might say sometimes the teaching anattā seems like it's about losing yourself or forgetting yourself. It's really about emptying, emptying the sense of separateness, the sense of differentiation. So as you know you know when you lose touch with this with your how you're feeling, just get into what you're doing, that's not an experience of anatta It's an experience of extremely um, hard self-orientation. It's only part of yourself. That's the, the doing bit, the ought to bit, the active bit. And it's not really receptive aspects, which is where we really find the quality of rest, ease, joy, regeneration is in finding <coughs> touching into receptive awareness, where proper balance starts to get established in receiving yourself, letting yourself settle. Lifting yourself, steadying, gladdening, calming, balancing. It's just that quality that helps to bring one into calm focus. And the attitude is so important, the attitude of goodwill. Meeting yourself where you are. Letting the energy be as it is. Getting in touch with it. As soon as we are actually becoming more empathic with our energies, with our mind state, with our wherever we're at, whatever seems to be dominant, then the struggling, the splitting, the tearing apart stops. And things can gather. Sometimes it means a kind of descent. Out of one's aim. Must have considered this quite a bit already. So, just a reminder. Of course, the system does go out. So one of the, when i say, another insight that arose after many, several, more years of practice was uh, actually what has to be um, met is not, you know, not being not what I think I am. Not what I think I'm doing, but actually something behind that. Not the ideas, not the inspiration, not the stuff on the headlines, but something underneath that. Not the meditator, not the monk, but something prior to that. Something more timeless. Mm. And easy to lose that underneath all the things that, good things that we do or attempt to do, look for. Because there are, many of them are good, well-meaning, well-intentioned. And so often one says, well, yeah, well maybe so, but just put that to one side and just check where, where you're at, really in terms of energy, in terms of empathy, It's such a common process to override the uh, physical feelings, moods, and with the sense that this is not really relinquishment, it's just an overriding. So the process of emptying is to acknowledge... Find out where the basic health is, the basic goodness is, the basic, you know, you might say sanity. Abide in that, unify, settle into that. It's un- uncontrived, it's not motivated, it's not directed, it's just the kind of basic sense home base. You might say it's a place of connection. You can feel embodied. Doesn't mean you're bristling power-packed, but you can actually you know, sense, you might say, your nervous energy, your somatic presence, your sense of being here, sort of jittery or jumpy. can tune into that. So you've got, there's a, a sense of, you might say a ground contentment, acceptance you might say. Mm. This is the place where connection, things are the head, the body and the heart connected. So basic health. And the process of dharma really is one whereby when you touch into and linger with what is authentic, settled, healthy at this time, just by going to that, attending to that, it will grow. So it's not through any act of the will, apart from the the intention to keep attentive. You're not pushing it, you're just attending to it. And uh, you know, in many cases the Buddha said, well, it's not through an act of the will, but in accordance with Dhamma, that this grows. And there's freedom from... Uh, unskillful actions, when we let go of unskillful actions, there's a sense of freedom from regret, there's a quality of of, um, inner ease that comes with that, lack of trembling. When there's that, there can be a gladness that one really knows and senses what's skillful. These are not intellectual deductions, there's a sense of touching into the skillful, there's a gladness in that. The gladness you tune into that. You you feel then that begins to kind of manifest in what we what we bring forth. You know the we can do many things and even in you know in a day in a monastery on a retreat there's plenty of things we do, we wash up, we sweep, we tidy, we bathe, we exercise, we walk around, we put things away, we tidy up. Actually with that because one of the another default system Sankara that gets built in through customary activity in the world is a kind of indifference. It doesn't mean ill will, it just means no will, There's a will to do, but there's no real feeling it, we just get things done. We just do something, get it done, get it over with, bang, knock that out, get on to the next thing. So this is definitely um, a conditioning. So if we're living a working life, then that can be the case. Just always got to push through, get it done, get it done, get it done. If you're in a bad mood, doesn't matter, get it done. If you're feeling tired, doesn't matter, get it done. You know. So there's a real separation from what one's what is being felt or sensed internally and the doingness. And there's a split there. We do things hastily, we do things effectively, we don't do things with real sense of joyfulness, or, or fullness of heart, or care, you know, because it's just something to get done, even when it's a good thing. And that particular split is something to be really, um, take seriously why maybe we kind of train in the, in the use of training system to put care and attention to what we do, it's not about being aesthetically perfect or some kind of dressage, you know, you put horses through. It's about, you know, imbuing what we do with a quality of sensitivity, where we move around, walk. Not in a, it's, it's not to be, it's not an external formalism. It's not conformity we're looking at, but harmony. Whereby qualities of of, um, attentiveness, carefulness, measuring, reflectiveness, and just good spirit to what we do. And um, that is very much part of what is offered in a training situation, is that possibility. That, that kind of training that kind of encouragement in what we do say act look out for the beautiful look out for the the um, just the real here and now not doing things automatically mm. which again is a kind of pitfall of routines isn't it you know, it gets into a automatic do, do, six o'clock, seven o'clock, ring the bell, do this, do that, you know. So you just kind of do uh, Not, not... Um, and um, there's something, a lack of receptivity that can come around with that. I would say, you really in this training it's important to, to perhaps prioritise the quality, the quality of heart rather than the quantity or even the finished product. It's really to bring the humanity in, into full awareness. One will benefit from that, there's no regret in that. You never lose out on that because it means also you meet your own body-mind with the same attitude. It's not how long we sit. It's not how good you get at it. It's not, you know, having these kind of ideas in the mind that we try to realise. The process of dharma, if you enter it, will follow through. It's finding the entry point where we don't lose ourselves. You notice it because, you notice when you're really with it because there's a kind of a, like an energy picks up. And this energy is, you yeah, know, use a word like energy. It's not effort. Certainly not effort. It's the opposite of effort. It's a thing that makes effort possible. It's like a quickening. It's like something warms, something lifts, something comes alive, something feels ready, something Oh yeah, it's this chanda, it's like a sense of ascent, one that is in a yes, a saying yes to existence, instead of the, you know, other things we can say about it. <laughs> So the, um you know, then that energy can come into, you witness that, may manifest in, starts off at a very basic place. You feel how it sits in your body, how you relate to your body from that place. How you find your posture, how you walk you stand and you breathe the process will follow through but this sense of uh, pomoja gladness is Somewhere, you know, right near the beginning. Sometimes it's just the gladness of realizing all those things we ought to, we don't have to. And relief. This isn't about having to do what you ought to. And relief from that. I think when I sort of was starting to meditate the idea was looking for some kind of meaning. What is the point? what is the point of what am I supposed to do what's the point of being alive what am I supposed to do that kind of sense somewhere gnawing away I've been travelling quite a few years that gnawing feeling of where should I go what should I do what should I you know like something hounding Mm. and then sort of meditating, we'll try this, try doing this for a while and certainly has some good effects or at least prevents, prevented some of the bad effects some of the damage, you know, just living in a kind of settled calm, clean environment and then you know, kind of look reading and thinking, oh, I'm supposed to understand this or realise this or get to know this or have this experience. What's the you know, what's the point? What's the meaning of it all? It's a feeling of trying to find a meaning. <laughs> and then a personal meaning. It took quite a long while actually to sense the meaning is just being, feeling good. But feeling good is no small matter, really. with a body, physical sensations, emotions, ups and downs. Feeling good is not not a meager achievement. because it doesn't it's not the impingement feeling. It's not the feeling that comes from stuff happening that makes you feel good what it can do but this is what I'm talking about more I'm talking about feeling good which is about knowing your own presence and not giving it away not losing it not neglecting it even though thousand things so you should do or ought to for the sake of something else it sounds kind of selfish but actually that isn't what it's about either because that quality is what you can bring forth good will until what one does, says, touches, hears. But if we don't get in touch with that, then we're always doing feeling good, doing goodness, Mm -hmm. rather than really feeling it and resting in it. It's the spirit that perhaps is more radically lost in a action duty externally oriented culture technological industrial culture so it probably needs a bit of encouragement to come back to that So it's that which guides us to what we should meditate on, where we need to focus, what will what will support rather than be another strain, another hurdle, another thing to do, <laughs> but actually what comes to hand that's supportive. And the Buddha himself felt that. Breathing in and out would be pretty, you know, available for people. Body, sort of thing you're with, sitting, you know, simple things like this. But it's the spirit that counts, really, Not, not the object per se. You pick up that which is available, reliable, you can build your attention on that. You enjoy it. It will grow. It goes in the same way.